Hello, everybody. It's Nicole, and welcome to my brand new podcast called K-Pop in Real Life Podcast. In this podcast, I am going to be talking all about K-Pop, anything to do with BTS, because I am a huge BTS ARMY. I have been an ARMY since 2017. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about my BTS ARMY story. So sit back, relax, have some popcorn, and let's get into this first episode. All right, guys, this has been a crazy journey with recording on Anchor and all of these platforms. It's been a struggle having to re-record this episode, so hopefully this one will go out to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That is the goal Please let me know if it doesn't because I am just a mess. But anyway, enough of that. Let's get into my BTS ARMY story. Now, it all started when I was watching this YouTuber. Dylan would not participate and he made a a lot of um, reactions and like to BTS's music. He used to do music reactions on his channel. But he doesn't anymore. Now he has like movie commentaries. But anyway, he introduced me to a lot of BTS's music. And um, Love Yourself Her was the first BTS album that I ever purchased. I remember going to Target and buying it. And I think it was like 19 or $20 at the time. And the first PC that I pulled was Nam June, Kim Nam June. He's the leader of BTS, but we all know and love him as RM, but I remember looking at him and being like, I didn't know who he was, so obviously, like, I kept the photo card, and my life has just been downhill ever since. Hello, just kidding. (laughs) But anyway, when I discovered BTS, you know, the first four music videos that I remember watching was Mic Drop, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Not Today, and DNA. Those four songs just absolutely changed my life. And the music videos were just stunning, especially um, Blood, Sweat, and Tears and um, Mic Drop with the Steve Aoki version. That's the only one that I listen to. I don't like the other one. But I was just so mesmerized by BTS's talent, like their dancing and their rapping. Like I just knew that I had to find out who they were. And I remember watching their first interview on Ellen, on the Ellen show. And um, I was just mesmerized by all seven members. And the first member that actually caught my eye was Park Jimin. And I have a lot of similarities with Jimin. I have small hands like he does. We both are obsessed with the number 13. Like, I love, I've always loved that number so much. Like, ever since I was born. I know Jimin has a 13 tattoo on his wrist. I would personally love to get a tattoo, but my mom is not crazy about them. And I can't deal with pain that much, like with needles. So, no thank you. But I have so many tattoo ideas in my brain that I just let float away because I'm like, oh, I can't get them. But anywho, also a huge Swifty in the house. Love me some Taylor Swift. She also loves the number 13 as well. But we're not going to be talking about Taylor Swift on this podcast. I might make a separate podcast for Taylor Swift. But there's plenty of Taylor Swift podcasts out there. And that is not this one. 
But anyways, I remember, you know, being in the early days of being in Army. My first comeback was when they dropped Love Yourself Tear. I just was remember freaking out and listening to that album and just being like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest album. And I think for that album, I pulled JK. Oh my gosh, he was such a baby in that PC. I think it was uh, like not devil-sided, but had two pictures of him. Like it was split down the middle and he looks so different now. Like, oh my gosh, that man grew up in front of my eyes. But anyway, I was Jim and biased for a long time. And he, you know, I was the typical Jim and Stan. And then when Euphoria came out, I just remember being so mesmerized by JK's voice. I was just like, wow. And for those of you that say that JK can't sing, um, excuse me, yes, he can. As somebody who has heard him sing in concert, that man is a professional, okay? That man also sang Euphoria on a cherry picker. He flew across the stage when I saw him at MetLife Stadium on May 18th, 2019, night one. And it was pretty, not horribly windy, but when you get up high into a stadium, the wind starts to really blow into the microphone and blow everywhere. JK's voice was never, ever shaky. He never missed a beat. That man's voice is smooth like butter. No pun intended. But I do not want to hear any slander of how you guys think JK can't sing. I saw a TikTok of that the other day. I was like, wait a minute. Who says he can't sing? JK has one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. And whenever that man sings, I just close my eyes and I'm just like, yes, sir. So there's the tea on that. I just also want to say, like... I got tickets to the Map of the Soul 7 tour. Now, who remembers that one? Oh, my gosh. The tour we never got to see because COVID said, hey, hey, guys, how you doing? (laughs) I had, I just want to make this very clear to my podcast listeners. I had floor seats to that show. I think I was floor six or seven. I can't remember. But. I worked so hard for those tickets, and when I finally was able to get in, I think it took me about 55 minutes, which is record time, that it usually takes to take me to get BTS tickets, and I was aiming to get soundcheck tickets or whatever type of soundcheck tickets, but they were sold out in the blink of an eye because those tickets usually always go first because everybody wants to be soundcheck. Everyone and their mother wants to be front row, so... I was organized for Map of the Soul. I was like, okay, I want to sit here, here, and here. And I was also organized for MetLife as well. So if you want tips on how to get BTS tickets, I have a full YouTube video on that on my YouTube channel. If you want to go check it out, my YouTube channel name is Nicole Edgar. It's just my name. And I've been a YouTuber since 2015. And I just decided to get into the podcast business because I love listening to podcasts. I listened to Wild Till Nine with Lauren Romiaki and her boyfriend, Jeremy. And I also listened to A Girl and Her Mother-in-Law with Alyssa Rose and her mother-in-law. And I love them so much. Like, I just, I love listening to podcasts because it feels like I'm in the room. 
So I want this podcast to sort of feel like you're in the room with me and you're talking to me and you're listening to me talk about my BTS story and my love for BTS and how much they mean to me. So hopefully that whenever I record more episodes, it's going to feel like that for you. Please make sure you, you, I can't even speak English. Hello. You drop, roll and rate the podcast on Apple Music and Spotify. That would really help me out. Anyway, back to my BTS story. I got a little bit off topic there. Sorry. Anyways, but I had the unimaginable happen to me in August of 2019. I lost my dad. He passed unexpectedly. And he was a huge advocate for BTS. He loved BTS. He loved what they stood for, for loving yourself and writing songs about mental health and their own struggles as well. And it just brought so much sadness in my life because for a long time after he passed, I couldn't listen to BTS's music because I would get very emotional every time I would listen to a song. But I've gotten a lot better over the years. And when I got the Map of the Soul tickets, I was debating on whether I should go or not. Obviously, none of us got to go, so... I don't know when BTS is going to tour. I know they did the Permission to Dance shows in 2021. They went to Las Vegas and LA. And I think they did a show in Korea. I wanted to go to either the Vegas shows or the LA shows, but it's very expensive and the tickets sold out quickly. And I also heard that for Permission to Dance, those tickets were a mess. And I can't even imagine whenever, like, the next couple of years, whenever they decide to tour again, how much of a mess it's going to be getting. I just want to say buying BTS tickets is one of the most stressful things that I've ever gone through. Like I always dread having to go through ticketing because it's such a chaotic mess with everybody wanting to buy tickets. It's just like, Lord have mercy. Why do I put myself through this every year? Like when I bought tickets for Speak Yourself, it was a literal mess. Ticketmaster crashed on me and I was never able to get tickets on there. So I ended up going on Vivid Seats and paying for resale, which, you know, resale is always two arms and a leg because these resale people are ridiculous and they buy all these good tickets and then they resell them on Vivid Seats or SeatGeek or these other resale websites. It should be against the law to have sold resale tickets like it's insane. But for Map of the Soul 7, I was able to purchase my tickets on Ticketmaster. And like I said, it was a lot smoother and everything was a lot more organized and it was less chaotic. And it was just better experience for me. But I wish I would have seen that show because I love Map of the Soul 7. It's such an incredible album and I wish I would have gotten to hear My Time, Filter, Shadow, Persona, Ego moon and her child like i just wish i would have gotten to hear those songs live but that is okay anyway i'm going to wrap up this podcast episode because i don't want this to be too long of an episode and uh since this is my first one i think the episodes are going to range probably from an hour or so it depends on how much i have to cover maybe 45 minutes to an hour i don't know yet and also, I don't know if I want to do video episodes. I know that's a thing. But for now, I think for the first couple of episodes, I'm just going to do audio 
because it's a lot easier for me to distribute audio episodes rather than having to put a whole video together on YouTube and like having to edit all that. It's a lot of work. But anyway, thank you all so, so very much for listening to this first episode of K-Pop and Real Life. Wow, I literally can't believe this is my life now. Like, I'm a podcaster. I'm a YouTuber now. Like, I'm just adding all these things to my resume. And I am just learning about how to put together a podcast. So just bear with me, please. (laughs) And thank you. Also, let me know your BCS Army stories on Spotify. I want to hear them or you can tweet them out to me. My Twitter is Nicole underscore Edgar 15 or you can DM me on Instagram. All the links for that are going to be, you can just look me up like I'm everywhere. And uh, I will love to talk to any army that wants to tell me their story. Anyway, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode and I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.